Hello, and welcome to the next episode of The Prestige, a podcast about films, filmmaking, and film theory. In each programme, we'll focus on a particular movie. We're going to review it, talk about it, talk about our reactions to it, and discuss some of the ideas or themes that it kind of throws up. And we'll always end with recommendations for the films to watch following this week's film. They can be um, linked thematically or connections with the director or actors. They can be as close or as tenuous as we want for links. But who are we? So in previous episodes, we've just been a bit more long-winded, but these are going to keep it shorter. We're 26 episodes in, so you know who we are now. But my colleague is Sam Knowles. He is Dr. Sam Knowles. He is a writer and teacher on culture and pop culture and literary things. I am Rob Maythorn, and I've spent the last 10 years as a film colourist in the visual imagery. And these days, I apply my trade as a film reviewer and photographer. This week, Rob, it was your choice of film, and we're still fairly loosely in Halloween season, so we, what have yeah. you got for us? So, this week I chose the 1979 Lucio Fulci film, Zombie 2. kind of a bit of a, a cheeky name because the original Night of the Living Dead by Romero was released in Europe under the name Zombie and this film was retitled Zombie 2 to cash in on it. There isn't a first film that this is a sequel to mm-hmm. it was just called Zombie 2 to cash into the success of Night of the Living Dead. This is the first zombie film by Lucio Fulci. Uh, he's made a lot of Italian horror films um, traditionally in, in the giallo genre which is more kind of political horror, slasher horror rather than grosser horror. This was his first zombie uh, film. It tells the tale of a a woman whose father's boat turns up in New York with a zombie aboard it. She heads back to the island they came from to investigate what's going on and discover a small but growing zombie outbreak and the the locals and the Westerners who are there trying to combat it, who are part of it, and ultimately, mostly, who die from it. The film achieved some level of pop notoriety, I suppose, uh, for an infamous film in which a zombie fights a shark. And that's probably where we'll leave it. Sam, as your first introduction to the to the, the world of Italian horror mm. how was Zombie 2 for you? Um, I am going to turn this question round okay um, I would like to know what you what you like about this what draws you to this film and I don't mean that antagonistically at all I am genuinely interested to know as someone who knows a lot about film and talks very intelligently about films what draws you to this film, this genre in particular? Okay, so just for for listeners out there who don't know what we're talking about here, Zombie 2 and other films like it tend to be 
what we're calling exploitation films. They tend to be schlocky, they tend to be horror, they tend to be light on plot and heavy on visuals. The reason why I, as maybe more of a, a filmic reviewer and scholar, draw these films kind of comes in my head under three categories. One of it is historical. Um, these films came out in the 1780s and this was the real birth of unrated films, of VHS, of home movies. And that kind of sudden freedom in the film market birthed these exploitation films. Mm. With that comes the idea that exploitation films are called exploitation films because they're exploiting a pop culture or a zeitgeist-esque fear movement idea. So whether it's you know the, the exploitation films of the 60s that are alien invasion films but really about the Red Menace, they are exploiting modern fear. So there is something sort of interesting to look at the exploitation genre through the years and what it's reflected can lead us to what the fears were at the time secondly visuals i think that whilst discussed they are light on plot the visuals of these films are out there they are symbolic in many ways they are striking and you know films that be a bit more plot and dialogue driven you can like a lot of people will love a film that isn't and look at because it's amazingly written it's mainly acted it's heartfelt you know i mean the amount of best film best picture winners that are nothing to look at particularly mm. they're great and they are heartfelt and they're important but visually they are anyone could have shot it mm. and this kind of genre tends to push the boundaries of that uh thirdly they're fun uh and that's entirely a personal um level of enjoyment these films i think they're fun i think they are silly at times and i think that they give you a visceral gut reaction to a film that you don't get anywhere else in this film in particular there's a, a infamous scene in which one of the characters gets pulled slowly and exorably towards a splinter that is then rammed into her eye and i i've watched a lot of horror films I can't watch that scene without just the inner core of me twisting into ha oh, ha uh, oh. and I like when a film does that to me. Yes, this is more of a a sort of a nausea reaction to it, but I like when a film can get a gut reaction from me that bypasses any kind of thinking just like oh that's a visual that that has something to react to me. That's why I like horror films because um, it, it bypasses that. Mm. Sam, I'm going to kick back to you and ask genuinely, what do you think of it? Um, well, I should say in response to that, actually, that's really interesting. And I can't believe it's taken me a lot of time of knowing you as a film watcher to not genuinely ask that question. Okay. Um, but and anyway, back to back to what I thought about this film. Um, I... Uh, yeah, hmm. <laughs> there, there, there are. To, to be positive about this film, there were there were lots of things to enjoy about it, um, and um, it's some something that we're we're going to talk about a bit later. But how this film is used as an allegory, um, and how this film may be talking about something completely different from a zombie invasion and whether a zombie may stand for something else is something very interesting 
Um, and I appreciated that. I thought, I thought the opening scene. I thought, oh, oh no, what have I let myself in for? Um, but thereafter, I've got a note here that says better than I thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there were bits I definitely didn't like. Um, I thought the the zombie fighting the shark was was utterly ridiculous. Yes, uh, and there, but there there were bits. I I really like that that episode where she's she's drawn towards the splinter. Um, there was some yeah there there was some ludicrous bits. There was the idea. I mean, I've got I've got another note here that says zombies equal bad. Therefore, surely fire zom- fiery zombies equal worse. Yes. Like, why why would you do that? Um, but in general, well. You like it, like you said, when you were talking about. It. I mean, this this is a, this is a fun film. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's. I mean, I know that, that this podcast leans towards the sort of the analytical more than than the review. Um, but I think bottom line, these films they are fun. They are a visual experience. And I think I talked way, way, way back in one of our early podcasts. We talked about Mad Max. The idea that that a films that could only exist as a film. Mm. Uh, many films could work just as well as a book. They have been books, or a comic, or a audio radio play. There is no version of Zombie that isn't a movie. Mm. Um, it is a uniquely visual experience. Sam hinted that briefly earlier, but there's a a sort of running idea in a lot of zombie films that zombies don't really stand for zombies. That zombies are something else. In a throwback to talking about earlier about things like the um, 60s alien invasion stories, the aliens really stood for for Russia or something of those lines. And in this, you've got the idea that, as I saw it, the idea of kind of like a a colonialism to the zombies that almost all are are, are leads in this film or are are white people from from the west mm. who have ended up in this Caribbean island Matul. And there they're fighting this zombie voodoo um, epidemic. And if you watch it, a lot of the, the zombies are sort of the, the native people of the island. Mm. And there's a scene in which they come across this sort of conquistador graveyard where more zombies rise. And there's definitely this current of kind of the idea that they're invaders, that the, 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 the white group people are invading this island. And that this is the the native, or at least the the previous invaders, rising up to kick them out. Hmm. Yeah. And there's there's something as well in well, zombie movies more generally, not necessarily the exact plot of this one, but the idea that a zombie movie is is made to express a certain fear. Um, mm. We talked about um, horror movies when we were talking about the Babadook um, as a way of coming to terms with trauma and maybe a safe space for playing out a reaction to trauma. Well, zombie movies can be often a safe space for um, expressing fear of another. Um, I mean, zombie originates in parts of the Caribbean, in Haiti, um, and it it originates in, you get um, bits of Catholic religion and then also um, parts of... Uh, certain West African religions, religions like um, Yoruba. Um, but it's, it's a way of saying how 
scared Westerners felt about this syncretism, is a fancy word for it, um, bringing, bringing these two things together and, and the, the Westerners were scared by what they found and they didn't know how to deal with what they found. Um, there's, a, there's a line I've written down from fairly early on um, from, from one, of, one of the Westerners in either on Matul or on, on one of the other islands. It says, I don't believe in voodoo, but the natives around here do. Mm. And, and that came to be um, this, this idea of, of voodoo is, is, a, is a way of, way of talking about the religion of the natives in huge inverted commas. Um, and, and zombies came away of, became a way of um, expressing the, the otherness of the native. I think that's th- that one of the lines I've written down as well. And I think it's kind of ties to the idea of, of, of the, not suppose the stupid Westerner, but the Westerner who's out of his depth. Mm. That you've got him a being dismissive of, of of the local traditions, which are clearly what are end up going to screw them all over, and the fact that the main sort of local who we deal with is a, a doctor who's trying to battle this via science, and ultimately does not succeed. Mm. And there's this idea that we're bringing sort of the Western ideals and the Western philosophies to this world where we don't belong. This isn't our world. We don't have the right to rock up and go, no, we will bend your world to our view of science or we will dismiss your um, your local beliefs, we will dismiss your local customs because we know better. We know that you're a, 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 a dumb local who doesn't understand the real world and that mm. we're there to somehow educate them or, or sort of raise them out. And, and this film feels very much like a, a reaction to that idea that we are... We are those Westerners bringing bringing science to a world we don't understand, and then we're confronted with something that doesn't fit our worldview. And it does kind of, I think there's something in that, in the film, and how how it's trying to say these things about how we as Western Westerners deal with um, sort of other cultures. Hmm. Yes. So this, and. And this, the, the sort of visual, visceral nature of the zombie, and you were talking about the the schlocky elements of this film. They come to, like, stand for this idea of it being something. Like, it, this is not just something different that Westerners don't understand. This is something that's so different that it literally falls apart in front of your eyes. Mm. So flesh becomes something different, something weird. I think it's. Honestly, I think I think you're agreeing. Kind of that. This is where you kind of the the power of some of these more kind of gore. Things. I mean, we. I don't want to dive too much into into the flossy around gore, but the idea of the destruction of the self. That the idea that death is not the worst thing to happen to somebody, and the idea that, especially in the scene where someone loses the eye, that there's a, a dehumanizing element to all of this and there's a shot you see after after that where she's been killed and the zombies are eating her body and it, she almost doesn't look like a human mm. that she looks more like a, a piece of meat or some sort of some sort of sort of, uh, sort of food being eaten by which obviously she is to the zombies but I think there's interesting ideas in the idea that these I'm trying to say here that the, the, the violence inflicted on the bodies is what dehumanises them if I'm making mm. any sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that 
that's something where I mean, I both I talking about the genre in general and both horror in general. I can't hold my hands up and say that every zombie film and every Italian horror film has a deep meaning. I don't think that's the case. And I did choose Zombie Two on the basis it might have something more. Mm. I uh, think this this idea though this. The idea of the zombie is an interesting one. It's something that I've heard people talking about more recently. There's a a brilliant, um, there are several brilliant American pop culture podcasts, but there's one where they talk about um, how the prevalence of zombie films is connected to um, the politics of the um, people in charge of the White House. I mean, they're talking about the um, the American situation in particular, um, but um, I think it's things right that zombie films will be pop- popular during a Republican presidency because um, Democrats will people who, who voted Democrat and are frustrated with the regime will um, we, will will be seen as um, as the inhuman other and there's something weird that kind of kind of falls apart um, and then during um, the during Democrat presidency there will be a prevalence of vampire films because um, they will see um, uh, may, may have got this the wrong way around it's, it's to do to do with to do with sucking sucking the lifeblood out of something yes um, so so in that way and I may have got that hideously wrong I may have got that entirely the wrong way around but you can see how um, particular genres of horror films stand as allegorical for other things entirely, I, and I, that the whole subject can be interesting. I, I agree. I, I think you have got it around here. The idea that that we see the zombies are, produ- are presented as, as a mindless mass. Right. Yes. Um, this is it. Right. Every, everyone, forget the last two minutes. Listen, no, no, listen to this. No, Sam is right. The, the idea that zombies are this mindless mass. And there's a lot, particularly in America, from the left about the right being the mindless mass, the Tea Party movement being this mindless mass. And then from the other side, you've got the right looking at the left and going, well, the left just support these kind of, of benefits, these leeches on society, right. drawing away yes. from the strong. And so there is certain ideas around that. I mean, a great example, and something I'm sure I'll touch on later, is the original Dawn of the Dead. Hmm. Um, in which they hole up in a uh, a mall and zombies turn up at the mall because that's all they remember. And the idea around commercialization and the idea that this is what I was trying to say earlier with with the horror stuff is that in that film they're all about how they everyone's returned to the mall because they remember it from where they from their previous life. And the idea that the zombies, because they're so almost faceless, become commodities to us as humans. But also, we become commodities to the to the zombies because we're just food to them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that there, there are, I mean, there are lots of ideas in the zombie films about what the zombies or what the, what what they're trying that the, these they can use these as an aggregate standing for other ideas and other things. And it isn't as simple as saying, "Well, zombies are Russians" or "the zombies are the right wing." But I think interesting horror films, clever horror films, can play with that. Mm. Yes, um, uh, and I think, and say, so in in the case of Zombie Two, whilst we, I think we've got the idea of of, of colonialism and colonization, the idea of, of the Westerners coming into the, um, the uh, sort of the 
native world and being out of their depth, the films still 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 presenting the non-Western culture as violent and zombie-like. So the film does do some interesting things, and whether it has good intentions or not, I I wouldn't want to speculate. But I do think that it does work on more than one level. It's not just a case of zombies equal this. Yes. They they are trying to do more than one thing at the same time. Yeah, and as as you mentioned, there's, there's a scene where zombies appear... Um, in a conquistador graveyard and it seems to be saying two different things there and it's interesting that there are those two different things that you've got zombies as the original people of the island or not the original but more original than the westerners um, reacting to the western invaders that that strain of um, colonising reacting to the conquistador but also you've got these these zombies are rising up from the graves. These these zombies are the original conquistadors. Mm. So, whereas whereas you have got a load of well, let's say an undifferentiated mass of local people from the village, you've also got an element which says, well, zombies aren't just people of the island. They're people who came to the island and weren't where they belong. So mm. it says interesting things about the different sorts of zombies as well. I think there's, just just to throw it in before we move on to some recommendations, the one other thing that really struck me is that there's a visual of the zombies that they're experimenting on and of them wrapped up in blankets and all shot in the head, mm. and they throw them all into a mass grave. And I don't know whether it's me, but I just looked at that and I just saw sort of war crimes and I saw dictatorship mm. and I saw that kind of you know the Holocaust and that. The idea of wrapping them in in cloth and but it really kind of evoked that for me. Mm. Um, whether they were making out that reinforcing that idea of of the westerners as the invaders, and the idea that they are the dictators on on this island, but it really felt kind of that it was indicative of that. And the the doctor who was while shooting them, you really felt that he was very sad about that. Mm. It it was yes. it was. It wasn't like the they were like you know it, it was kind of on more than one level that we didn't have everyone like well locals are stupid. You might have had some of more kind of internal racism of like just generally thinking you're a bit better than they are, but I do think it worked on different levels yes. with that kind of uh, sort of. I suppose racism is the word you're looking for, really, isn't it? Mm. But you had that that opening scene is actually replayed later on, and you see. Um, more about the context for it, and you think that opening scene you don't you don't see the face of the person shooting, you just see this this body, and then mm. he says, "Yes, the boat can leave now um but you see the second time when it reappears, you see you have a close up on the doctor's face, and it's like you said he's he's genuinely sad about this, so whereas you might have thought at the beginning, well, this is a horrible person shoot, shooting someone in the head. You realise a lot of other things later on about how the Doctor feels compassionate about what he's doing. Mm. Okay, Sam. Yes. Recommendations. Recommendations. Um, Right, my first one, um, sticking with zombie films, although I am tempted to recommend Dawn of the Dead again because it's such a a good horror film. Um, 
My first recommendation is the 1932 film What the Zombie, um, mm-hmm. starring Bela Lugosi, um, and it has interesting things to say about the Caribbean origins of zombie folklore um, through sort of mixing West African and South American Caribbean elements um, with Catholic elements from, from Europe. Um, I realise I say interesting things a lot, but it is th- there are some genuinely interesting ideas here about the origins of of zombies and this this idea of being being scared of the other. Mm. My second second recommendation is um, nothing. I I had I had several written down and I've scribbled them all out and I wrote something down as I was l- listening to your. Um, your opening ideas about about the, this sort of film and what draws you to this sort of film, um, and it's a film that I saw for the first time, didn't much like. Saw for the second time, understood it more, enjoyed it more, and the more I see bits of it, the the more I like this film. Um, I used it. I'm, I'm using it at the moment, actually. I'm teaching one of my classes about a poem about South African apartheid. Um, and a way into this poem is to think about the way that others are treated. Um, and the way we kick off the lesson is to think about the treatment of alien others. And a film that does this really well and works as a, a pretty big allegory of several things that are going on, not just in South Africa, but other places in the world, is the film District 9. Fair enough. That, that a, was it. Yeah. That's a great film. And I, I would... Okay, I recommendation. My recommendations are, unless it, one within the zombie, zombie genre and one without. I was going to recommend Dawn of the Dead, but I've talked about the death a little bit, so I will pick up my other favourite zombie film from the era, which is Return of the Living Dead 3. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, I recommend. It. I, I, I appreciate that Return of the Living Dead Three sounds terrible to everyone's. It does some very interesting things with the zombie genre and the idea of what zombies are and what they aren't, and how you can deal with them. It is. It is schlocky. It is uh, a, a sort of to VHS kind of horror film. But it was, especially for a third in the series, it was doing some interesting things with it. And it features one of my favourite actresses, uh, Melinda Clark, who is a, a great uh, role in it. And I'm kind of going to double down on that a little bit and go to recommend a film called Suspiria. Suspiria is a 1977 Italian horror film by Dario Argento, who is probably one of the masters of, of Italian horror. You will have seen, if you've ever seen some really random late night stuff, you've probably seen some of his films. It is essentially about a a ballet school um, that uh, is secretly a front for something far darker. But if you enjoyed, so you say, the non sequitur nature of zombie, the ideas, and the, kind of the, the more visual heavy narrative light elements of it, more of a visual experience. Suspiria is that turned up to 11. It is... Okay. It makes sense, but only in the loosest terms. It is more a a sort of a, a journey through visual experiences and visceral reactions to images. 
it is not for everybody. It is not for people who are looking for a, a more story-based, relationship-based film. But if you are looking for something a bit different to the mainstream, Suspiria is certainly one we're picking out. Excellent. Right. Um, my, my turn this week. And yes. tempted as I am to just continue the zombie slash horror theme and and just say that Dawn of the Dead. Um, I am going to move away from that um, and go with a fairly recent film. Um, and it's not. This is not one of the recent films that we do in small batch episodes. And apologies for the um, lengthy nature of the last small batch episode. I got on my high horse. Um, but this is not a, a recent film that we go for the, to the cinema for. Um, this is a film that was released, I believe, on Netflix quite recently. Um, and it's the 2015 film Beasts of No Nation, mm. um, starring um, Idris Elba and a variety of unknown, as yet unknown, Ghanaian actors. Um, I understand from reading things about it, it's not a particularly easy watch, shall we say. But um, I think it'd be a really interesting one to talk about, particularly after our discussions of colonialism and um, treatment of the other and things like that today brilliant well guys if you want to check us out on twitter you can find us both at prestige podcast you can find me at life underscore academic and you can find just me at rob kaiju we're there all week talking about films come say hello and we'll see you next week is a kaiju industries production check out their other work at facebook.com forward slash kaiju industries Rawr. Arg.